Welcome back to the Atlanta Startup Podcast. I am Waima DK, the new Managing Director for Startup Runway. And on this episode of the Atlanta Startup Podcast, I am super, super excited to welcome Shana Stewart, founder of Shown Live. Thank Hi. you, Shana, for joining the podcast today. Let's just jump right in. Um, please share a bit about Shown Live with our audience. Tell us what you're building. Yes. Yeah. And thank you for having me on. I am an avid follower of the podcast. So uh, this feels like a win for me. So yes, I'm the founder of Shown Live and Shown Live is a sponsorship marketplace that connects audio and video creators to marketers with little to no ad waste. So what does that all mean? Uh, it means that, you know, creators, if you're posting podcasts such as this one or doing live streams, it can take up to five years for you to earn your first dollar, which when you think about that is absurd because like, have you ever heard of a Netflix show going for five years? <laughs> like, so that's quite a like, quite a hefty toll for creators to have spend all of this time and money creating content, um, really with no monetary benefit at all. And so we really tried to aim to change that uh, by creating what's called the sponsored gifts. Uh, and the marketer can come to the show live platform, load in a gift, and the gift can be anything from like, of like a VIP access to like a private Zoom room. It could be uh, physical merch or even digital merch or discounts. And from there, they can, uh, once they load the gift in, creators can come load in their show information, talk about what their show is about, and then match to those sponsored gifts instantly. So creators now don't have to go chase down sponsors, and marketers don't need to go chase down a bunch of different influencers to get their brand out there. That's incredible. As a former engineer, and probably an engineer forever at heart, I just love how you're able to find efficiencies in this process. And I'm super curious about how you find your found your way to working on this problem and entrepreneurship in general. Yeah, I think with any product, uh, it's really a lifelong journey. And so uh, my background actually started off in uh, data and analytics. Then I moved into product strategy, really focusing on uh, product-led growth of how to grow your product and advise both corporations and startups on what are the mechanics to do to do that. So of course, all of the product-led growth loops are built into this product as a, a mandate by myself. And the industries I was fortunate to work in were media, uh, marketing, music, and even uh, gaming via Web3 uh, economics. So um, really just inspired by all of the industries I've been in and and really just saw that need for these creators who have, you know, maybe 100 followers um, or, or listeners to, you know, even up to 10,000 listeners, you're really not monetizing your content and it, it hit me this summer where, where am I spending most of my time listening and watching? And it's it's actually with creators of that audience size. And I'm building relationships. I feel like I have a relationship with, uh, you know, the creators that I engage with. And so I was like, there's something here that's just unrecognized by, you know, the media industry right now. So then I just kind of doubled down and tried to figure out what's the right mechanics to get both sides of the marketplace excited. That's good. And so for those who may not know, the Startup Runway is actually a nonprofit, the leading nonprofit in connecting underrepresented founders with capital and investors. And Shana 
is a recent w- winner of the Startup Runway Showcase. She's actually the illustrious Judges Prize winner. And the crowd, as well as our judges, were incredibly impressed with the investability of Shown Live. So I'm just curious from, you know, we're still probably running on a high from that day, but um, what was your experience of the runway? Yeah, first, I would just like to acknowledge all of the work that that yourself and and the others at Startup Runway are doing. Um, Without an opportunity like this, I don't even think I would have, even in this last week, I've gained such great momentum around the product. So um, again, thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah, I think it was great because we got to connect with the mentors at first and they asked really interesting questions. And some of them were even more th- forward thinking questions than I have even had the ability to think through. So using that, my answers and responses to some of those questions, I've be- been able to include that in part of my content strategy and actually how I'm uh, speaking to even new people that are onboarding into the the product itself. So um, that was wonderful. And then, of course, the pitch experience. It was great because the other competitors were were really quality startups, I would say, and uh, had very interesting pitches. So I was certainly nervous to get up, but I, I felt very comfortable in the room and everybody was, um, you know, willing to listen to what we had to say and, and just ask great questions. So. Well, I love I'm, I'm big on feedback. So I love to hear that you um, had a really great experience. As you already know, it's not easy to get up sta- on stage and pitch. And so for any founders that might be listening or someone who sees themselves pursuing a competition like the Startup Runway, do you have any advice on how to prepare or um, advice in general? Yeah, absolutely. In terms of preparation, you really have to think about who your audience is. So for me, it was really important that I put in a little bit extra work to understanding what investors would be interested in learning about my company. And so I would say my pitch, you only get five minutes. So that's actually very quick to talk about all of the things that you're working on and thinking about. So there were some things that I included and then some things that I uh, excluded, which may be against the norm. And so the things that I thought about that were important to include was, of course, getting into my product very early on to the pitch. I think it was my third slide that I went into the product and talked about what it was. Um, I talked about uh, my revenue goals and how I was thinking about growing the product in the future. And then I excluded things like the competitive slide because I weaved that into my storyline, talking about what is the current behavior that people have and then how this product changes it. So I had some efficiencies there, cutting that slide out. And then, of course, I'm a solopreneur, so I didn't want to go too much into the team slide just because it's just me. So I I really leveraged um, my personality and my stage presence to have the investors get to know me. So that's how I also shaved off some time. Really good. Um, obviously, paid off. <laughs> <laughs> um, tell me more about the difference between going all in as a solopreneur for Sean Live versus the work that you've been doing in the past and what your experience has been this past year making that transition. 
Yeah, that's an excellent question. It's been uh, a journey in learning, adding more skills uh, to my resume, but also really moving through a lot of different emotions this year. So when you're working on a team with people, you can uh, talk things through with them. You can get ideas. Um, in a lot of cases, if you have good coworkers, they're, they act as motivators for you. And when you go off on your own and you're believing in yourself and your vision and your product, you know, there's certainly days that that way and you have nobody to uh, go and ask and rely on. And so that sort of self-sufficiency was something that I didn't realize I was completely missing. I was able to work through that, but that was certainly um, challenging. But the way I got, a, got around that and pulled myself out of that was really making sure that I was talking to the people who I thought would use the product. So um, when you do product-led growth correctly, you're always talking to who you think the end users are. And that was really like the key motivator for me that like I could actually really help people who need it. And that that keeps you going. And I'm glad you bring that up. I think also as someone who advises startups as a startup coach, I love to hear, and it always pricks my ear, when founders talk about talking to customers yes. and being keen to have as many of those con- customers conversations as possible. So that also probably plays into that the reason why you won for most investable is that that the the being able to the investment you make in understanding the customer needs. So from that standpoint, through the different conversations you've had, any of those conversations surprise you and maybe pivot what shown live at the shown live we see today develop into in a, in a way that you didn't expect? Yeah, I uh, actually pivoted the, the product a few times. Uh, I knew I wanted to play at the intersection of like audio and video creators and, um, you know, helping people, helping them grow their audience. And so the original idea, which took me a week to build, and that's how I started to get feedback was like, what can I build in a week? And so the first mm-hmm. idea was, mm-hmm. I'm just going to go out there and find all of the cool live streams and LinkedIn events that are going on that I'm interested in and create an Airtable list and put that as an embed on like a Webflow front end. And then I went out and just talked to people about it. And it was interesting because people were like, oh, I didn't know these cool of content was happening. So thank you for organizing it. But the problem was creators didn't really see their reason why they would load their information into this simple form. Like, why would I go out of my way? I'm so busy. Um, So that was a big insight for me that, okay, like what is going to be the incentive to get people to actually load their show content into this platform? And, you know, creators have to solve a lot of problems throughout their day. One being they have to go find sponsors. That takes a lot of time from them. And then the content creation takes a lot of time. Um, But the strongest insight I kept getting is just like, where's the money I need? I want I want to monetize my content because I'm passionate about this and I want to do this full time. That was my insight. Um, then, then it had to be, well, how do I get money into the platform to pay out the creators? So then that had to open me up to uh, talking to broader audiences like marketers, startups, e-commerce platforms of like, you know, how do you want to transfer money to these creators? And so that's kind of how we were able to innovate and say, okay, well, we know from like the marketer standpoint, it's just challenging to find the right influencer and make sure they're developing the content that's similar to the brand. Well, wouldn't it be great if you could just load in sort of like, hey, I want to gift this to your audience. And then the creator can pick it up, curate that list of gifts, um, and then send it to their audience. So it's not so dependent on the content that the creator's making and what the brand has. It's just more of the connection point there. So that took Probably a good three months of research and talking. (laughs) 
to to mm-hmm. about five to ten people a week. So that's good, and it and it shows it shows <laughs> where it went and also how it's resonating. So I'm glad that you've done that work. So just curious, what's next for Sean Live? What's next for you in 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 the process of growing? So uh, Shown Live is in an alpha period right now. So onboarding creators and then also marketers. Uh, it is a, I like to say it's a two and a half sided marketplace, but of growing a two sided marketplace, which just means that you have to onboard two audiences at very similar time periods in order for the value to sort of be seen by both sides. So yeah, so just putting most effort into talking to who would want to participate in the product itself. Um, once we're done with with the alpha, we will plan to launch more publicly, probably early Q1. Uh, and we'll probably do a sort of product hunt launch with some extra discounts on using the product. Um, you know, we hope by then that we'll have some more stats on like what marketers can actually expect to get from their return on ad spend and and um, all of the likes of that. So uh, we are a data-driven company at the core, just being my backgrounds in data and analytics. So um very important for me to make sure that this alpha period and coming out of it, that we're sharing all the hopefully wonderful stats with the marketers. So it's good. So we for sure will be paying attention and keeping up with you here at Startup Runway and on the podcast and at Valor broader, broad, more broadly. I'm wondering if you have any like last thoughts that you would like to leave with listeners. Our audience includes other founders, investors, those who are curious about this space, anything you would want to leave as a, as a last thought? Yeah, I would say when, you know, we've heard a lot about the creator economy coming from news outlets and the potential impact that, uh, you know, this very large market, I think it's estimated right now at $250 billion and, you know, expecting to double in size in the next five years. You know, I, I hope that people uh, take notice to the companies that are building in this space because, you know, right now as creators, there really is no entrepreneurial pathway for them to earn early on and reinvest and grow bigger and bigger. And, you know, we're as a founder in the startup community in Atlanta, we have, you know, resources like yourselves uh, to to help us grow, but creators don't have that. And so whether Show Live is the, the execution of that or maybe other platforms or all of the above, you know, we hope that that people really pay attention to this burgeoning economy. You're obviously leading in this space. You're making inroads. And so absolutely we'll be paying attention. So last but not least, um, how can folks connect with you and stay connected with you? Uh, so I'm very active on LinkedIn. That would probably be the best place um, to, to connect. Um, can you can you state the, the, the handle so folks can have that? <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, it'll be just uh, Shana Stewart. If you Google uh, founder of Shown Live, I should pop up though. Um, and then from uh, like a social media perspective, Shown Live is at, at Shown Live, at Shown underscore live on all the platforms. Perfect. You got to make sure that people can find you. Good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Shana. Um, it's been a pleasure talking to you today. It's been a pleasure learning more about Shown Live and I am super excited to see how it grows and continuing to be a part of the story of that growth. And so that's it for this episode of the Atlanta Startup Podcast and we hope everyone has an amazing day. Thanks for being a part of the community of Courage by listening to the visionary founders and investors on the Atlanta Startup Podcast. 
Subscribe now so you don't miss a single episode of the over 200 investors and founders sharing their insider tips and secrets to growth. Our regular listeners tell us we're the briefing room for the innovation economy in the fastest growing region of the country, the South, and when you subscribe, you become part of the inside circle. The Atlanta Startup Podcast is proudly hosted by Valor VC. Valor is a venture capital firm that leads seed rounds in AI and B2B SaaS startups. If you like the podcast, check out more of Valor's programs for courageous founders and investors, like Startup Runway. Over $100 million in early-stage venture capital is catalyzed through Startup Runway's grant-making program for pre-seed startups. Go to StartupRunway.org to learn more and apply directly for non-dilutive capital. Valor celebrates VC Day, the largest early-stage private capital conference in the region, at the end of the year. Top founders, leading VCs, endowments and family offices attend. Learn more at vc.day. At Valor, courage is the currency of innovation and the heartbeat of our culture. Thanks for listening and join us again next week.